Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews Podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa at QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am well indeed, but I have had a revelation this week. So I was took my dog for a walk and was talking to somebody about chocolate as you do. And he was saying that uh, his favourite is chocolate orange. And I said, oh, I love a chocolate orange. But the trouble is, you have to really smash it down to get all the segments of the orange to open. And that sound is loud and alerts people either if you're sitting in the cinema, it alerts them to the fact that you are eating a chocolate orange. Or equally, if you're at home, it alerts members of your family to the fact that there is a chocolate orange on the premises and you can't consume it secretly. And this person said, oh, no, it has changed. He said, now the inside of the chocolate orange is made up with a sort of a slight cavity. So instead of having to smash the chocolate orange, if you unwrap it and then gently lean the chocolate orange, sort of push it gently against something else that offers a bit of resistance, like a book, it will open. Now, of course, in the interest of good research, I thought I should really try this out for myself. So I acquired a chocolate orange and I tried it and it worked. This is this is groundbreaking news. Um, so I thought that was very important and I should immediately share that with you. Anyway, in this episode, I'll be reviewing two books I've recently finished. I'll be talking about a book club meeting last night there will be a surprise. There's not going to be a surprise read this time. It's going to be a surprise box open. Uh, more about that later. And then answering a listener's question. So let's get stuck in. So the first book I recently finished is an audio book by an author, Ellie Griffiths, and it's called The Stranger Diaries. Now, Ellie writes typically um, a series of sort of murder mysteries. Uh, she's a very accomplished writer, but this was a one-off and it was slightly different. It's based about uh, a character called Claire. She teaches English literature and she particularly focuses her work on one Gothic writer, sort of set in present day. And then there's a death of a colleague of hers and... The, sort of the past, her, the, the background of what she works on, what she specialises on, starts to have implications for what's happening to her 
in modern day. Um, And she likes to write in her journal and she will pour out some of her feelings about what's been happening into this journal. And then she starts to find responses to her journal. Um, So it's it's not horror. I don't do ultra scary, but it's a little unnerving. But really good characters, good narrators. I don't know if you listen to The Archers, but there's a, a character in The Archers called Adam Macy, quite a serious person. Anyway, he's the first narrator in this. So it was a bit of a shock uh, to hear him think, is that Adam? Uh, Quite surreal, really. But I really enjoyed it. I gave it a nine out of 10. It kept me listening all the time uh, and made me want to read more of her books. So a really good read. Some people have said it's a good one to have for Christmas because it's a little bit gothic. And I will be covering some good ideas of books to read at Christmas and also potential presents to give at Christmas. But obviously, as we are still in September, I won't do that just yet. Anyway, book number two, finish this. This is a a book called The Elevator Pitch by Linwood Barclay. I know I was talking about it before saying I would not allow myself to buy it. And of course I did. Um, It it was okay. I do really enjoy some of Linwood's books. uh, And the premise of this sounded great. Day one, uh, a lift goes up in an American city, people get on, they're pressing buttons, trying to go down to the ground floor, and the lift continues rising to the top and then plummets down. Day two, the same thing happens again in a different location uh, and so on. So you've got a, a city um, getting very nervous about what's going on. And as word gets out, people are more uncertain as what's happening. Is it terrorism? What, what, who is the, at the root of this and why? You've got a lot of characters. There's the police, there's uh, politicians, journalists and others as well so for me it was quite hard to really get into it with a good book it's almost like watching something in 3d that everything really comes alive with a book that's okay it's more sort of 2d and you don't enjoy it as much because you don't feel that you're in the story as much And also, it's a bit like watching Casualty or another hospital programme. Every time someone gets in a lift in this book, just as when you're watching a hospital programme, a drama, and every time someone's just starting off the programme, having a lovely time, you think, oh my goodness, they're going to die. Something awful is going to happen. Please don't harm the child. Please don't harm the old lady. So it it was uncomfortable as well in that respect. But I finished it. It it was um, a perfectly reasonable read. I'd give it seven out of 10, which I think is is absolutely fine. And it's one I will certainly pass on to others, but it's not going to be one of my this, this is a mark in the sand. This was a really good read. So um, we'll have to see what his next book's like. I'm sure I'll really enjoy the next one. So we had our book club meeting last week, which was wonderful. We had, there were nine of us there. Usually there's 10, but there were just nine of us. Um, And it was lovely. We had apple flapjacks. Now that's a revelation. And of course it's fruit. So I thought that was fine. The problem was I'd been uh, out all day working, got there absolutely starving. And these flapjacks were not inconsiderable in size, but they were absolutely, oh, yummy. 
Um, and so I had one lovely. And then I started looking at the plate and there were another four flapjacks left. So I was running through my analysis systems of, right, who else looks really hungry? Is anyone going to say, oh, I don't want another piece? Um, and I kept thinking, oh, if I just take one more of those. And then I had a stern word with myself and said, Philippa, you have already had the most delicious slice of apple flapjack. Do not have another one. Stop immediately. And I didn't. You see, I can be restrained when, when I need to be. So that was good. And we talked about The Librarian. The Librarian is by Sally Vickers. It's set in the late 1950s about um, a fairly young woman, adult woman, but a young woman who takes a job as a children's librarian. She moves away from home, so new location, and sets up uh, her life there. She gets to meet the children, the adults, and it's how she reacts with them all. It, I'm not giving anything away. It does even say on the blurb on the back that she has a love affair with a local married GP. Um, and it's just how something that seems so idyllic can sort of unravel. And yet then what is made of it at, at the end? I found it a very nostalgic read. They were talking about books that I had read as a child and even some of the snacks and the drinks that they were having, I thought, oh, yes, I remember that. That's not to say I was round in the late 1950s, can I just say. Um, obviously, I am only, well, I'm much younger than that. So I don't know how everything was still relevant, but it was. And so it's very nostalgic, lovely read. And to begin with, I would have given it quite a high mark. But as it went on, there were various aspects that I didn't feel entirely comfortable with and I started getting quite cross with the lead character and it just unravelled for me. So I would give it, on balance, on reflection, I'll give it a 7 out of 10. It's one I will pass on to some people. I don't know if you've ever read the very old-fashioned books by Miss Reed. Uh, she wrote about being a school teacher in an area called Thrush Green and it, it was very evocative like that. Um, in terms of what the book club thought, generally it, the overall was sort of six, seven out of ten, I would say. Um, nobody was bowled over by it, but some people enjoyed it more than others for the nostalgia. Uh, someone really didn't like it, but then they said that they hadn't read the books um, when they were younger. So again, it, you would if you didn't have that nice, comfy feeling of nostalgia, then I don't know what you would get from the book. So completely understand that. Uh, oh, it's just lovely. Talk about books, meet friends. We, As I said, we only meet this book club once every two months. So we hadn't seen each other for some time. It's just lovely to catch up. And we realised that that book club's been going about six years, which is just amazing. So yes, very, very pleasant evening there. So that was the, the book club. Now, what I want to talk to you about next is a surprise, but it's not a surprise read. It's a surprise book box open. So a few episodes ago, I opened a subscription box that I'd received and I do accept that I got very excited about the candle and I've had 
a lot of people <laughs> laughing about it. So apologies for that. Um, but another one has arrived because usually they're sent out in the middle of the month. And the last one I had was very late because I'd been away. So the next one has arrived. So you're not going to experience this again for another month. Don't worry. But I thought, well, I've had such good feedback. And actually, what was so interesting is the viewing stats for that episode were the highest of all of them. So we're going to open this box and see what's inside. So bear with me. I'll just lift it so I can stare at it as I'm talking to you. Again, I'll put photos on Instagram. But this is called the Book Box Club. Uh, if you go back to episode five, you'll hear me talking about book subscription services generally, why I like Book Box Club, um, and that they're YA books and what that means. So I'm not going to go over that again. And it says on the front, prepare to be unashamedly bookish. So I'm going to open it live on air, which is very exciting. Although I should have got some scissors or something to do that. So I'm now going to stab it with a pencil. Very good. Hopefully you can hear this opening. And there is a book wrapped up on top. And there is a theme. So the theme for September is Magical Realms. And there's a card with a beautiful picture of a girl opening a door and light pouring out of the door. Now, if I turn over this card, I know it's going to tell me what's inside the box. And I don't want that. So I'm going to leave it for a moment. Uh, and there's an envelope that says, handwritten on it is Philippa. And it says, open me last. So we're going to get the book out. And the book is wrapped in a beautiful blue uh, wrapping paper with a lovely silver ribbon. Right, so I've just opened the parcel with the book inside. I didn't want too much rustling for you. That wouldn't be very nice to listen to. And it's the most beautiful looking book. I'll try and describe it. It's black. It's got uh, flowers and keys on the design. It's called The 10,000 Doors of January. It's by Alex Harrow. And it's there's a keyhole as well in it. So something's linked to that. So if I open the book up, I've got a book plate signed by the author. So I can stick that on, which would be great. And I am just going to read you the blurb. Apologies if you don't like me reading the blurb, but because I haven't come across this book before and you're on the journey with me, I think it's worth reading. So <clears throat> are you sitting comfortably? Every story opens a door. In a sprawling mansion filled with peculiar treasures, January Scaller is a curiosity herself. As the ward of the wealthy Mr Locke, she feels little different from the artefacts that decorate the halls, carefully maintained, largely ignored and utterly out of place. But her quiet existence is shattered when she stumbles across a strange book. A book that carries the scent of other worlds and tells a tale of secret doors of love, adventure and danger. Each page reveals more impossible truths about the world. And January discovers a story increasingly entwined with her own. Well, that sounds very exciting, I think. So that's the, that's the book that we've got. So then it's a bit like Lucky Dip. You've got to rustle through and see what else you can find. So first thing I've pulled out is elsewhere and it's a spray I know I don't know what sort of spray this is so let me have a look so it's a clear bottle uh, with a beautifully designed individually designed label 
Elsewhere Room Spray. Ah, spritz your living room with this exclusive room spray. Breathe in the scent of the sea and otherworldliness and imagine that you're escaping to Elsewhere, the magical realm from our featured read. Oh, my goodness. So I get to read the book and spray this at the same time. So it takes me, it takes me there. Well, I'm sorry, but that, that's very exciting. So what's the next thing? It is better than Christmas. Um, so this is a little pin badge. And the line on it is, we lead strange lives, chasing our dreams from place to place. And it's a blue badge in the shape of a diamond. And it's got a black and white tent on and a clock. And that's a quote from the Night Circus. Um, so if anyone's a fan of the Night Circus, which I am, I'm sure you are as well, uh, that is a good pin badge to have there. So next we have, oh, is this something for the bath? Oh, excuse me. Listen to this. The Great Woods of Narnia Butter Bath Melt. <gasps> so turn your bathtub into a pine-scented Narnia forest but less spiky with this skin-soothing bath melt. That's wonderful. So I could read a bit of Narnia and put the bath melt in the bath. Absolutely brilliant. Sorry. So what else have we got? Wow, we've got a bookmark. Now this looks really good. It's um, one with a, a magnet. So it, that's a beautiful bookmark. So I can use that for holding my place. It's designed beautifully. So sorry, I should describe it. It's uh, blue that matches the blue of the box that all these goodies come in. And it's got some characters from a book. And uh, it's just decorated front and back. And it's one that you can use as a bookmark. Fantastic. Now, I think this is the last item in here. And this is a book sleeve. Now, I don't know if you've ever come across book sleeves before, but this is quite ex exciting, let me tell you. Um, and this is done by Sparrow and Wolf. Travel to fantastical fictional worlds galore through the magic of books. This exclusive book sleeve will keep your books in tip-top condition whilst you explore. So it's like, it's like a comfy bag without handles. And it says on it, between the pages of a book is a beautiful place. So sorry, let me read that again. Between the pages of a book is a beautiful place. And it's uh, the material is black with beautiful bright flowers on it. And at the bottom is a book opened and all these flowers are coming out and it's on the back as well. And then inside is this lovely pink lining. Absolutely beautiful. And it's for putting your book in and carrying it around. So say you do a lot of traveling or you you go to work or school or um, just out and about and you like to carry your book or your Kindle, your reading device, you can put that in the bag to protect it. I've never had one of these before and I think that's absolutely glorious. It's, it's such a high quality as well. So that's very nice. And then I said that was all there was, but there are just a few little bookish extras at the, at the bottom, which just talks to you about different books that are coming up. One is like a little postcard that relates to the book that I've got. Um, and it says, every story opens a door. And on the other side, there is a picture of a, of a, a doorway that looks quite Parisian to me. Um, 
lovely bright blue aquamarine colour. So that makes it very interesting. Wonder what will be behind that door. And then there's a couple of other books that are being advertised. Um, some different YA ones to read. Open the door to another world. That's a bookmark that goes with the book as well. There's so much stuff. So if you are interested, I'm not getting paid by them to advertise this, by the way. I just think it's so exciting. But if you are um, excited in reading YA books, you like surprises and little extra things that make it a much more complete experience, then I just think this is this is great fun. And you can... Um, just do one month or three months or whatever you want. You're very flexible and you can start and stop uh, the subscription as well if you want. So there we go. So that's very exciting. And I look forward to spraying the room and putting the bath melt in, and wearing the pin and reading the book and having the book sleeve and, and the bookmarks. Fantastic. So now I better calm right back down again and answer listeners' questions. So I had Josie contact me to say, do I refer to book club questions in the back of books or do I use web-based lists? Well, it depends on book club. The book club that I went to last night, I don't prepare any questions. I just go and probably talk too much and eat yummy cakes and catch up with everyone. And we all just take it in turns to, to talk about the book. Um, the other book, I do prepare questions, but I'm afraid I do those myself, Control Freak Alert, because the questions that I get at the end of the book, I, I don't like. I think they detract from the reading experience, especially if it's a book that you've really enjoyed. I find the questions steer me away. Um, and I don't tend to look online at questions because I, I suppose I should really. That would make my life a lot easier make it quicker preparing for the other book club but I don't and I just enjoy putting the different questions together thinking about what the responses might be and often the questions can be pretty standard whatever book you're reading because it's about how you felt about what you thought about the author would you read any more books um, but if you're setting up a book club yourself there's lots of different ways to approach it you don't have to prepare anything if you don't want to it's just about getting together with good friends and, and having a chat about a book and uh, eating or drinking nice things as well. Or oh, had a lovely cup of tea there last night as well, I have to say. That cup of tea was much needed and it was quite glorious. So there we go. So I think that's everything for today. We've talked about what books I've read. Ellie Griffiths, The Stranger Diaries. Uh, Linwood Barclay, The Elevator Pitch and The Librarian by Sally Vickers. We've gone through the subscription box and there won't be another one for a month. So don't worry, you're safe now. Answered a listener's question and we'll be back again soon with more bookish things. So thanks so much. Do get in touch. Uh, you can email me at quickbookreviews@outlook.com, or you'll find me on Instagram. And I really look forward to catching up with you again soon. Take care now. Bye bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.